If you find yourself in a hole, you probably dug it. And maybe it might be a good idea to stop digging and start climbing. And life is like that. Many times we tend to fall into holes or sometimes we dig our own holes. Many times we dig our own holes, holes whether it be financial challenges, health challenges, relationship challenges, career and business challenges. And in this last couple months I've been coaching some colleagues through some pretty tough times and I guess life is all about the good times and the tough times and many times the bigger your life the bigger the great times and also sometimes the bigger the tough times but when the going gets tough as the great song says the tough get going and many times challenges are like weight training they're there to make you stronger bigger challenges will make you stronger and better if you choose to be. So in this KMAX I'm going to take you through maybe a little process that could be very helpful to logistically go through challenges and come out the other end in a better state than you did going into them. And look I'm in well into my 50s approaching my 60s and I've been through lots of tough times. We all have and I guess when you live a fruitful life you're going to get the great fresh tasty nutritious fruit but there's going to be some rotten fruit along the way and if you've got rotten fruit don't hang on to it throw it away because every time your hands full of rotten fruit then you can't pick up the fresh fruit and you know the main areas that people want to succeed in their life I call them the four quadrants the areas that you want to succeed in but they also the areas that you can have major challenges with and that includes your health number one your wealth number two your career or business number three and your relationships or your main relationship number four and they're the four main areas that people want to be successful they want to become rich and they want to be happy and they want to be healthy and fit and slim and energetic and they want to have a career and a business that they love and they want to have loving relationships but sometimes those things don't always go to plan sometimes they go as they say pear-shaped whether that because of you or the circumstances around you whether it be other people or the marketplace or the government or whatever it might be but many times if you want a helping hand look at the end of your arm and most times the problems that you have in your life you created yourself because every problem that you've had in your life you've been there and that's the I guess that's the first step number one is to take responsibility of the situation that you find yourself in whether you put yourself there by digging your own hole or you fell into someone else's hole now a good friend of mine who's a physician who works in the emergency and in hospitals and he's a great doctor he says 95 percent of people who come into this hospital put themselves in this hospital by number one neglect means they neglected their health which means they've got overweight or they've got disease they've got coronary heart disease and diabetes through poor choices in life and eating and exercise and activity they put themselves here or that's by neglect or they just did something stupid they sped they drunk drive they started to think they could jump over a cliff and they end up falling in or they climbed a ladder without making sure it's secure means they put themselves in that position themselves so the first thing is to take full responsibility of your situation that you find yourself in number one if you're fat you ate it (laughs) if you broke you spent it if you have a 
poor relationship or a bad marriage, then you chose it. If you have a career that's unfulfilling and toxic and you don't enjoy it, then you chose that career. You accepted the uh, position. You can also quit and move on if you want. But many times it's very careful, very important to take responsibility and not go down that path of blame artists or excuse artists and you start to blaming other people or they make excuses for the situation that you're in because ultimately you're not a tree you can move you can make decisions you can make changes and you can actually move on so number one is take responsibility of the situation that you're in and in my journey I've been in many big holes I've uh, I remember in the 1987 financial crash I had accumulated a half a million dollars worth of uh, money and assets and I was doing incredibly well, which is a lot of money back in the 80s, and I was only in my early 20s and I go, yeah, things are going fantastic. But when the 87 crashed, it virtually wiped everything out and I went broke. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? I went broke and I thought, wow, and I dusted myself off and I went, well, let's move on because I'm young, I can still rebuild. You can take my money, but you can't take my confidence, you can't take my, my knowledge, you can't take my drive and my ambition because money is just a thing that comes and goes. There's a great lesson which I tend to uh, share with people is make sure you don't attach your self-worth or your self-esteem or your character to things such as money and materialistic things or to people or to achievements and results because many times you don't have control of them because people come and go, money comes and goes, results don't always pan out. If No, if you always do good things, most of the time you get good outcomes, but not all the time. So if you attach your happiness or self-worth or self-esteem and confidence to these things which aren't entirely in your control, then you're going to have a rocky road. Today's a nice sunny day and if I said I'm going to be happy only on the sunny days then I'm going to be miserable on the not so sunny days or the rainy days. So just be happy and I always say hey what someone said to me this morning how's the day? Well this morning there was clouds all over the sky. Most people will call it overcast. I could. It's a platinum day because the sky looks like platinum day and ultimately it's a sunny day every day above the clouds. So take responsibility of the situation that you're in and so many times, 95% of the time, you put yourself in that position. 5% of the time, it was probably not in your control. It might have been you may have had a car accident, it wasn't your fault, some drunk hit you. Yeah, that's just called being unlucky. But if you're the drunk or you were speeding or you are texting while you're driving and you crash, then hey, you actually put yourself in that position. You increase the odds to crash your car. If you're overweight or you're unfit or you uh, don't have a healthy lifestyle or you smoke, then your chances of getting disease and cancers and sickness, then you put yourself in that position. So don't blame anyone as you're puffing on a cigarette, eating a donut, laying on the couch, eating Netflix, eating chips, because that's not going to end very well. If you have a business and you're not attending to it and, and, and doing the things that are required to make that business successful, then don't expect that business to do well. You eventually go broke. If you spend more than what you earn uh, and you're lazy with your money and you throw it out there, then don't expect it to get rich and don't win if you can't pay your bills and you go broke because that is probably where unfortunately 95 percent of the time we create our own situation that we're in now you can create that situation be a poor situation by neglect or bad choices 
or you can create a fantastic situation by being educated and being uh, knowledgeable and doing more positive things and always being proactive, then you're going to more have a greater chance of being healthy, of being wealthy, having a successful career or business and having great relationships. So you have to always be proactive if you're proactive then most of the time not all the time but most of the time things are going to turn out well and if things don't turn out well it wasn't because of you digging the holes because you accidentally fell into someone else's hole and you can always get out of that and I'm going to show you how to do that but in my journey look I've uh, lost all my money in the 80s I lost millions of dollars in the during the GFC the global global financial crisis around uh, 2008, 2006, 2008. I've had, I've been divorced. I've fought against cancer. I've had death in the family. I've had death in uh, close friends. So yes, we've all had our own um, disasters that people will say. But you know, it's what I do know. When you're going through a challenge, that panic is not a part of the solution. And I'm going to go through a process that stops you from panicking to take responsibility. Be proactive and to work through it so you will get through the the bad days to enjoy the great sunny days. Now, the other thing is to, when you're in a situation, whether you're in a a tight or bad financial situation, because as I said at the moment, I'm dealing with a a colleague who's lost millions of dollars. I've got another colleague who I'm coaching who's going through a very messy messy divorce I have another colleague who's just lost their secure job and they got a family and so I'm working with them and I've been in those situations in my own unique way that helps gives me the ability to help others uh, with the knowledge I have and the knowledge I've acquired from other great people to share with them and with you the other thing is to put things into perspective you know I was uh, chatting to one one of my friends today or colleagues today who's going through some you know, challenges financially losing lots and lots of money and I have another colleague who's in the in the same the day after who's actually uh, got a significant cancer and may not be around for very long and as I was saying to him he says yeah you're going through some money challenges but hey on this on this the, yesterday I was talking to a bloke who might be not here for very long so really is that really important you know when someone else is losing their life as the great saying go I used to whinge about my shoes until I met someone who has no feet so whatever you're going through you may have a bad headache and whinging and moaning but someone else has got a brain tumor and they're going to die tomorrow so it's really important to really put your life or your things into perspective because there's lots of other people in the world who are going through a lot tougher things than you are and probably handling it a lot better than you. And it's, I see many times stories with uh, kids in cancer wards and they're not going to live very long but they're all happy and they're having a great time and I think, you know, it just presses the, uh, the, the button that says, yeah, well, hey, let's just enjoy my life for what I've got and really all these majors in my mind are really minors in reality because at the end of the day I'm not going to be here for long and it's not going to be important anyway so let's go through some nice and nice process that's going to be helpful to you the first number one is take responsibility you know if you're in a pad a relationship or a marriage then 
probably you contributed to it. <laughs> Ask yourself this, you know, at the start of the relationship, that person was in love with me, and now they can't, can't stand me. Well, what have I become for them not to stand, rather than blaming them for how they feel? Maybe you're not the person you promised to be at the start of the relationship by what you shared or what you promised, or more importantly, who you were. You're a positive, uh, beautiful, kind, loving person, giving them all the attention, and then now you're thinking, well, am I still that same person or if I'll let things slide a little bit well maybe things have changed take responsibility if you're broke then are you spending more than what you earn do you know do you have a budget do you work out your financial plan if you don't have that then it's not going to go so well there's a great saying is those things that are not measured uh, will not change and if they do change those change for the negative so if I have a beautiful garden and I don't measure it means I look at it and make sure there's no weeds and I keep the water on the plants to, to water them and fertilize them and debug them and all that bit if I just let the garden go the weeds will grow <laughs> if you let a relationship go by itself the weeds of complacency will go that lead to casualties or casualness and that will lead to casualties and you will be the casualty so everything that is important needs attention needs to be constant attention whether it be your financials whether it be your health if you don't exercise every day and eat nutrition every day most of the time then if you just let it slide then hey it will go in the wrong direction if you let your relationship slide and be more casual it will go in the wrong direction if you let your job or your career or your business slide then it will go in the wrong uh, direction and same with everything in your life so the first thing is to take responsibility that maybe you become complacent uh, and that's led to casualness and now you're the casualty. So maybe you need to get back onto your game and start to adjust into things. Take responsibility, put it into perspectives is number two. Okay, how bad is this really? You know, is, is, am I going to die tomorrow? Are there other people? Does, does my major is just a minor in someone else's life? Would someone else, you know, people talk about poverty in uh, the Western world. Well, poverty in the Western world is probably a very rich life in a poverty-stricken world, in a third world country. So a lot of people say, oh, yeah, I'm just so poor, I'm, I've got poverty. And I think, yeah, but you, yeah, you're, you're overweight, you're actually obese, and ha yeah, it's not like you're starving probably in my mind when I was a kid was those starving kids who can't even get food so put it your poverty may be someone else's richness your trash might be someone else's treasure so put it into perspective just to do a reality check on yourself in the situation so you don't go down that little poor little old me what we call plumb poor little old me isn't it terrible what's happened to me well maybe it's not that bad maybe you put yourself into that situation so take responsibility put it into perspective the next thing is if you're going through major challenges just get the facts you know get get the emotion out of it get the facts of the situation now if it's a relationship what are the facts of the situation yes i've been complacent yes i've been rude yes i haven't been doing the things i promised yes and just take responsibility for all those things Get all the facts of the situation. You know, if, you know, I always say this in a relationship, it's called the reset button. If, you, if you've been in a marriage and you weren't married anymore, would you ask your partner to marry them based on the life that you're living now? And that's a great question. The question might be, well, no, when I married them, they were fantastic and positive, fit and promising the world. And now, oh, they just lays around doing nothing and blame and get whingy or whatever it might be. Have you become that person and take responsibility? That is the facts. 
get the facts of a financial situation. What is all the facts? You know, this is my current banking balance. These are my assets. These are my liabilities. These are the actions that have been taken. Get all the facts on both sides, not just your sides. Like if you're in a court of law, give me the, the prosecution and the defence and get all the facts and weigh them up. Get the reality and see what you're getting upset about. And maybe you say, well, yeah, I'm getting upset about the things I did, so I should take responsibility for that. What are all the facts if you're overweight or you're sick or diseased or whatever it might be? Get the facts of, did you put yourself in that situation? Am I eating well? Am I exercising well? You know, it's, what are all the facts? What I've been diagnosed with? What, so get all the facts of your relationship, of your, if, you're, if your job, if you're in a job and you're getting, it's not going so well. You know, what are the facts? Have I been arriving early, leaving late like I used to when I first started? Or maybe I arrive late, leave early now. Maybe that's the facts of the situation. Have I been going the extra mile or have I been doing the things that need to be done? Have I been acting on my promises? How far behind on my promises am I? So get all the facts of every situation, put it on the table, lay it on the table so you can see the reality of the situation. And when you get all the facts, so number one, take responsibility. Number two, put it into perspective in comparison to the picture of life. Number three, get all the facts. And I've been through bad situations from a business financial situation says wow god look i owe all this money and i got this much money and well there's a big gap there (laughs) now i've got the facts of the situation because if you don't know the facts you tend to get scared of the unknown and you tend to exaggerate the unknown you start to oh my god it's like the boogeyman oh my god it's not good so your mind just exaggerate it and sometimes getting the facts means that well maybe this is not really such as bad a situation as I first thought, maybe I can see my way out of this with I see the facts. It's not a, as big a hole as I thought, and I can get out of it. So get the facts. And then once you've got the facts, the next step is the most important. Is take, you know, determine, determine what is the worst case scenario. So you take responsibility for the facts, but then accept the worst case scenario. What is the worst thing that can happen here? Now, do I go or go bankrupt? Will I get divorced? Will I uh, die? Will I get uh, uh, sacked from my job? What What is the worst case scenario? Death, bankruptcy, uh, losing my job, divorce. And I've been through divorce, and I've been broke, and I've had you know pretty bad diagnosis and different cancers in my life. But once you get the facts. That's really, get, get the facts and then work, what is the worst case scenario? Work out the worst. And many times when you work out the worst, you think, well, maybe that's not as bad as my imagination thought it was going to be. Or maybe it is. Either way, you have to determine what is the worst case scenario. Now, once you determine the worst case scenario, this is the most important. I know the previous one was most important. This is more important. You have to accept the worst. You have to accept you have to accept it because if you don't accept it, you'll fear it. And you can never make a good decision out of fear because that will lead to panic and emotion, in, uh, instability, uh, you'll be uh, insecure and you start to make rash emotional decisions. You have to accept the worst. The only way to beat death is to accept death. The only way to beat a bad financial situation is to accept that situation. I was talking to a colleague the other day who's going through some major uh, divorce challenges and I said to him, you know, we, what is the worst case scenario? His worst is that he's going to get divorced, he'll lose all his money, he'll lose his house, he'll lose his, um, his car. I said, okay, 
you accept that. That's that's the worst case. When you accept rock bottom, you can't go any lower than that. There's only way from way from there is to go up because you can't go any more down once you've accepted that. And if you accepted that, you won't fear it because you tend to attract the things you fear. If you fear disaster, disaster will tend to find you. If you accept disaster, then it will tend to not find you because hey, you've already accepted it. Get out of my way. You know, if I I'm a fighter, I'm a martial artist, and if I when I go into fight, I accept I could get hurt. I accept I'm going to get punched in the head. I accept I'm going to get kicked in the guts. I accept that. So I accept that I don't fear it. So when I fight someone, I come at them, them kicking me or punching me, I don't, I'm not, and Rory says I'm fearless when I fight. And that's probably the reason why that, because I accept the worst case scenario. If you fear getting punched in the face, then you will always be fighting like this. You know, oh, don't hit me, don't hit me. If you fear getting kicked in the guts, you won't go near your opponent because you'll be scared of getting kicked in the guts. If you fear the boogeyman, you won't want to go to bed because you think the boogeyman's under the bed. If you accept they're under the bed and I'm going to kick their butt if they come at me, then hey, you won't fear the boogeyman and the boogeyman will probably go away. If I'm playing rugby league and I fear getting injured in a tackle then I'll go into the tackle tentatively thinking, oh don't get hurt, don't get hurt, don't get hurt. And guess what happens? You get hurt because you don't go in with your full ability and effort and your full power into the tackle. But if you accept that you're going to you could get injured in a tackle, then you just go in there and the more, more committed you are, the less you're going to get hurt so you have to accept if you fear losing money you will lose money if you fear losing your partner or your wife or your husband you will lose them because that will make you insecure and no one is attracted to the emotion of insecurity because then you start to if you fear you're going to lose that that partner then you start to get jealous where are you where are you going or who are you with and that is not an attractive thing but if you accept that situation, then you don't get insecure, you don't get jealous, you become confident in yourself because I want you in my life, but I don't need you in my life. I want money in my life, but I don't need it in my life. I want health in my life, but I don't need it in my life. Even though I would deal with it because I don't fear, fear it. I'll conquer it because I don't fear it. So the part of not fearing that situation or those actions is to accept the worst case scenario. And when you accept the worst case scenario, very rarely is it actually as bad as you first thought when you're in that emotional state where you haven't taken responsibility, you haven't put it into perspective, you haven't actually got the facts, you haven't determined the worst case scenario and you haven't accepted the worst case scenario. You're just this floating cloud of anxiety and fear and panic and when that happens, nothing productive gets done. So the next step is to accept the worst. The next step after that is then then work towards making it better. Yeah, you've accepted the worst, and now just be proactive at making it better without any conditions of the outcome. It means if I'm in a financial situation, I'm going to work out ways to make this the best I can. I'm going to renegotiate with my creditors, or I'm going to avoid accept bankruptcy. Hey, so the so the creditors say, "Oh, send you bankrupt." I say, "I don't care, mate. I've already accepted it. The only thing that's going to happen if you send me bankrupt." is you'll get no money. <laughs> so it's best for you to keep me, my business alive if you want to get anything more from me. But hey, I can take you to leave it either way because now 
if it's either we work with a win-win situation or no deal because I've already accepted the no deal. The, the art of negotiation is you have to go in accepting there will be no deal. And therefore, you won't be insecure enough to make a poor deal to satisfy the other person because you're in fear for of losing the deal. Isn't that a great philosophy? So yes, once you've done that, work on the best. If it's in a relationship, you say, okay, what, what is the best thing to do here? A, I've become maybe a bit of an arsehole in the relationship. I'm going to work on me, make myself better, and I'm not going to do that on the condition that I want you back in my life. I'm going to do that because I want to be happy in my life. And that, in, in the consequence, may attract you back into my life where we actually have a better relationship than when we had at the start. So make, work on the things that you can, whether it be your financial, for your health and your fighting disease, and maybe start eating better, start thinking better, being positive, start reading positive stuff, doing exercise, lifting weights, do some boxing, because all that's going to maximize your chances of success. It's going to maximize your odds of overcoming a bad situation with the financial, whether it be a relationship, or whether it be a business, if it's in a, in a job, then you, you work, you become that person, you become a great person. Even if you lose your job, the great thing, even if you lose your, your partner, even if you lose the business or lose the money, you come out better because you may have lost the things and the people, but you've actually come out a better person because you've actually got rid of your fears and you've worked on improving yourself to become better at overcoming future obstacles in the future. So once you've accepted the worst, then improve on the worst. Do the things, and maybe you need to get uh, consult with people to help you, whether they be uh, coaches or good mentors, or whether it be your accountant or your lawyer. You know, I remember my <laughs> my lawyer invited me in. Rob, his name is, uh, and he sat me down, and he says, "This is back during the GFC," and he says, "I just want to see how you are." I says, "What do you mean? How I am? I'm great." He says, "Yeah, but you're hemorrhaging a lot of money." I said, "Yeah, I'm hemorrhaging money. That's just money. But if I was hemorrhaging blood, I'd be worried. But a money hemorrhaging money. So what's what's this only money?" I remember one particular day, I lost an average relative. I understand that. You know, I lost you know, a couple million dollars in one day during the GFC through the liquidation of an investment which I went into. And you know, my thought is, hey, if I, if I could lose two million, well, I had to make two million to invest the two million to lose two million, which means I can make it again. So you can take my money, but you're not going to take my confidence. I was liaising with a, one of my other colleagues who's going through some major uh, financial challenges, and he's lost you know, multiple millions of dollars. And I said, okay, this, what is the worst case scenario? His worst case scenario, he went through the worst case scenario and he had to sell all his investments to pay his big debts of millions of dollars. And I said, okay, so let me ask you this. Have you got your health? They said, yes. Have you got your uh, knowledge? Yes. Have you still got your skill? Yes. Have you got your know-how? Yes. Have you still got the drive? Yes. Have you still got your confidence? Yes. So they've virtually taken nothing away from you. All they've taken is a few things away from you, but they haven't taken you from away from you, which means you still have that skills and that ability to make all the money back plus more because you're actually a better person, and maybe you make it back in a better way uh, that will add value to your community and serve your individual values. The other colleague I said who's you know, going through a divorce, he's going to lose his car and his house, I said, but you're a talented, skillful, positive, nice guy. You're always going to do well. You, you may have to go and find another job or another career. That's okay, but you've still got skill, you've still got attitude, you've still got knowledge, you're still likable. You're going to go great. 
And in this process, maybe this whole process could have been a great opportunity to reset everything and flush all the things out of your life that maybe you didn't want in the place in your life in the first place. Maybe you're just holding on to them because you had them, not because you wanted them you know if you had to marry your wife again would you remarry them and he said well probably not says well there you go that's now you know the reset button we call it uh, going back to zero based thinking is if you got rid of everything you got now what would you base on what you have now what would you keep doing what would you stop doing and what would you start to do to reset your life because every day is the first day of the rest of your life Every day is the first day of the rest of your life. One of my colleagues had a birthday the other day. I said, happy birthday. This is the first day of your life. What are you going to do? Isn't that a great way to think of it? And even in the process you lose things, things can always be get gotten. There's plenty of people, there's plenty of things, there's plenty of money, there's permanently, there's all there, but there's only one you. So you have to work on you to become the better you, and the better you, you become the bigger things you can overcome. The bigger things you can overcome, the higher the place in life that you tend to put yourself. You know, this is the mountain that's behind here, you know. If I want to climb that mountain, then I don't just get the chairlift, I have to climb it, I have to develop skill, I have to have perseverance and I have to have grit and I have to have heart and character and I have to harden up a bit to, because it's not going to be an easy climb. Life is like that. It's not, nothing's worth climbing is easy. Everything that is hard will soon become easy if you go through the hard times to achieve it. Then it becomes easy so if i climb up this mountain i'm going to fall i'm going to trip i'm going to come in barriers i'm going to get scared of the heights but if i push myself and i drive myself and i and i don't fear falling and i focus on climbing to succeed to the top then i get to the top when i get to the top it's not the view that's most important it's the person that i became to overcome that challenge, to climb that mountain, to reclaim that wealth or reclaim that relationship or build a new relationship. Many times I've had people who gone through divorces and it's the best thing that ever happened because they came out in a positive way and then they found their true soulmate. Or they came out of a situation financially back in 87 when I lost half a million dollars, then hey, that half a million dollars is, 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 was a great lesson that I applied to the future that made me set me up to make millions of dollars. And in that process, I've made made millions I've lost millions but most important is I've become a millionaire in terms of my mindset because now the money in itself will come and go and I don't attach my confidence uh, to that I don't attach myself to that because then that will create greed and fear greed and fear but I want to be above all of that and be a person of character if you can do that a person of character you keep building your character and becoming a better person then there's not going to be any mountain that's too high for you and it won't you won't you won't fear it you may get excited by it a little bit anxious but you will address all your energy towards the problem not attacking the person many times people attack the person I mean the person in front of them the person they're blaming or many times they attack themselves why did I do that aren't oh, no, I silly aren't oh, no, I stupid versa or why did you do that it's all your fault none of that works that is misdirected energy attacking people whether it be you the person or them the person but if you use all your energy and you attack the problem by going through the process I share with you then you're going to come out great you won't come out great you'll be come out better so number one take responsibility number two put it into perspective number three get all the facts number four work out what is the worst case scenario number five accept the worst number six work on improving the worst by taking 
actions and make decisions. And when you make a decision, taking actions, the outcome isn't like they want, like you wanted. Then go back to the start and go through the process and go back to the start and go through the process again. If you keep going through that process, you keep laying yourself up to higher ground mentally, emotionally, and also physically. So I hope that's been helpful in helping you overcome some of the hard times that you may put yourself in or life put you in, uh, whether that be your health or your wealth or your career or business or your relationships. But hard times will make you stronger and make you harder in a very compassionate way as being a person of character because character is built on people who overcome the hard times and then they make easy times but they're always ready to deal with the next hard time the next mountain the next obstacle the next hardship because that will make you a person of character so see you in the next kmax